Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Slobberknockers, the show where three fans get off the couch and on the mics to talk all things football. With your hosts, Joshua Toomey, Gene Vogel, and yours truly, Baco. Welcome to Slobberknockers, the show where three slobs get off the couch and on the mics to talk everything NFL football. My name is Baco, and I am joined with Josh Toomey, the host of the Talk To Me podcast, and Gene Vogel, the host of the Disciples of the Watch podcast. Gentlemen, good evening. What's Hello. going on? I did want to make a, a quick announcement since basically this is uh, wrapping up the the, the, the season. Um, shortly before the Titans announced their uh, offensive coordinator, I did make an official proclamation to the team that I would I was taking my name out of consideration for the the job. So I remain unemployed in the NFL <laughs> for uh, another year. So, well, I mean, you know, you you probably couldn't have been a worse hire. So. Oh really? Uh, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't recognize the name. Actually, I just saw it uh, uh, before we got started here that they hired somebody. Give us a uh, give us a backstory. We have our own coordinator news on this end. Uh, Tim Kelly was the offensive coordinator for the Texans during like the peak of like Deshaun Watson. So like he, I mean, he does have a track record of good stuff. Uh, Rabel tried to, uh, to interview him while he was still with the Texans. They blocked it, I guess, because it was a lateral move. And then after uh, everybody got fired down there, then Tim Kelly came to the Titans as the like passing game coordinator or something. And then um, basically all season, everyone's been clamoring for Tim Kelly to take over for Todd Downing because Todd Downing was a moron the entire season. Mm. And so after so after the season, we figured it was going to be Tim Kelly, but then they started floating out there, the Matt Nagy's and the Eric Bieniemy's and, I'm like, I'm like, man, they could really like take this offense a different direction. And and I think everybody kind of got lulled into a nice sleep of, of like, maybe this will look different next year. And then boom, they, they, uh, they promoted from within. Um, I will say that, that Vrabel does have a track record now. He, you know, he hired Matt LaFleur as a offensive coordinator. He got the green Bay job, hired art, uh, Arthur Smith. He got the Falcons job. And then Todd Downing, he got fired. So he's two out of three so far. So, <laughs> so far, so good. And uh, I guess we will just see how how well Tim Kelly does here with the Tennessee Titans. Was there any chatter of him hiring Lafleur's brother, who was just fired from the Jets earlier this year? Uh, I mean, there was that connection, uh, you know, early on. But I mean, you know, like Titans Twitter was just kind of going off, and mm. you know, everybody was a candidate at some point. 
We had a bit of a scare here too. Uh, we ended up getting the the guy that I wanted all along, but you know, as as a important mind in the NFL game, um, I wanted uh, Brian Flores as our defensive coordinator, and we ended up getting him. But you know, the other guy we wanted from Denver didn't even swing by here. He just went right to Carolina. Now they he, they did interview him for the head coaching job, so they didn't really need to do a second interview. And when they, it looked like Flores was, you know, going to wait until he was going on with the Cardinals job, but, uh, and then we're going to be stuck with Mike Pettin, who we had on the staff, very much like in the situation you're talking about. And then it's just like, we clearly don't want you because we've been waiting. Otherwise we could have hired you four weeks ago, but uh, uh, anyway, we got the guy I wanted. I guess I'm overall happy. Gene, any, any, what are your thoughts on the, on the hire? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with that. It's uh it seems like a solid hire. There is a lot of concern, though. It's going to be like a one and done. But let's see what he does for the one, man. If, if it takes us to a Super Bowl and he's off to the next job after that, then so be it. Then we finally get that monkey off our back. But I'll be curious to see what he does, especially with uh, now. It sounds like some of the team's excited. They want maybe some of these guys that we're talking about, maybe uh, going out for bigger contracts or trying to go somewhere else and maintain a big contract or Maybe considering, you know what, maybe next year will be uh, pretty exciting around here in Minnesota. See what happens. I, I I personally don't see anybody turning down more money to stay here, but it doesn't happen too often. I don't think Thielen would stay. I mean, he has obviously not the defensive side, but. I, I don't know what they'd have to give him because um, he has a giant cap hit. Yeah, if they could work something out, I'm okay with him being like a third or fourth receiver. He just, I don't know. Uh, but on the defensive side, yeah, there's I, you got at least five or six of the starters are going to be new next year, and that's probably for the better. Uh, well, I know Thielen's wife wants him to make more money somewhere else from the sounds of things. So. Yeah. So, somewhere yeah. he can play ball and be respected. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe she can hang out with Pat Mahomes' wife and brother, and they can all just go on ah! <laughs> yeah. Just scream and throw champagne at people. Yeah. <laughs> the whole internet. Let's them. make it about us. Yes, uh, athletes, oh, spouses. I do not have a lot of patience for, um, <laughs> when especially when they get divorced and they get like just a ridiculous pile of money for what? For you, you didn't so, you didn't open a business together and build it? Yeah, you, you fucking met this guy at a bar and tricked him into marrying you. Yeah. If if your podcast made it big. <laughs> Amy has been by you this whole time 100%. supporting you. So if you get a divorce, she gets half. Now, but if she had met me at the peak of Jesus Chrysler, <laughs> actually she did. Well, I was about to say she did. Didn't she? <laughs> she was a backstage uh, Betty in the crowd. That would have been a different story, but yeah, I could not uh I could not be here tonight were not without the support of my loving wife. Uh, uh so yeah, she, she would get listen, she gets half. You don't have to say this. She gets half. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> you, oh, you know what? I mean, I, I keep it all is what I meant That's to say. Right. I don't want anything on the record. <laughs> Um, well, all right. Um, well, there's still two head coaching vacancies out there than the Arizona Cardinals, and I can't believe it, but I think the Colts might be fucking hiring Jeff Saturday. Actually, I'm rooting for it. How about you, Timmy? He's your division rival. Yeah, man, I'll take He can stay there all he wants, man. I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm just blown away that they're saying that these third interviews with, uh, with old homeboy up there are up to 12 hours long. Like, what, <laughs> what kind of a third interview? That means they've already interviewed him twice. What do you need to know in 12 hours? What's the owner's name again? Um, I want to say Bidwell, but that's the Cardinals guy. Uh, yeah. Um, Scott er- Crouch. Ursay. Scott Crouch is screaming at his at his radio right yeah, now. Yeah, uh, Ursay's um, got a booze nose. So we know why they yeah. take so damn long. Uh, fucking red schnoz of that, guys. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I'm like I said, I'm kind of rooting for it, but um, I don't know. I Wasn't got he a bad guy in a Netflix TV series? <laughs> Holy crap! Booze nose. That Jim Irsay. Yeah, <laughs> I can swear I've seen him. He's got a lot of guitars that he can kind of play. I will say that um, if if they do go with Jeff Saturday, then every coach in the AFC South will be former players. Hmm. Is that rare? I feel like it is. I mean, Doug Peterson, Mike Vrabel, um, the guy that just went to the Texans. I can't think of his name right off the top of my head. D'Amico. D'Amico, yeah, D'Amico Ryans, and then uh, yeah, Jeff Saturday. And then two of the guys will have played for the team they coach. Mm. And Scott Crouch is really mad how quick I pulled D'Amico but couldn't remember Jim Irsay. But anyway. <laughs> I, I there was this uh, uh, comment from Nick Bosa. By the way, I saw Nick Bosa like in the game that the, the Niners won who did the the week before they they lost to the Eagles. They did like one of those human interest stories, and it was like him explaining his diet that his home personal chef does. That guy is dumber than a fucking box of bricks, man. I I just <laughs> nice enough guy, great player. Put him on my team, um, but holy crap, is he a moron? Uh, but uh, this statement I actually kind of like. I don't think it's moronic. I think it's probably how I would feel were I fortunate enough to be Nick Bosa, or at least in his position. He said this about the Super Bowl. That'll be a good battle that I will not be watching. I remember when the Vikings lost the 98 championship game, and I did not watch a fucking minute of that Super Bowl. I just couldn't. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel with – but this Super Bowl this year, I'm just like I just I can't root for the Chiefs and I can't root for the Eagles. I'm just like uh, I, you know, I'm glad I'm glad I will be at a Super Bowl party. You know, maybe getting shushed during the commercials. No, you're going to be the shusher. You are. I might. Yeah, yeah you, you you are officially the elk. Commercials are on, guys. Everybody quiet. Hey. Everybody quiet. I need to know what these Doritos commercials are going to do. <laughs> There's a good cameo coming up. You know what? Let's pull Gene on this. Gene, are you uh, uh I watch it for the commercials guy, or are you like, the, my side is like, shut the fuck up during the game, let me watch it and enjoy it. Or try to, anyway. Yeah, I'm more interested in the game than the commercials. Yeah. Because especially it seems like they've been pretty disappointing. Not that I've really been that big into them anyhow, but I think I got kind of caught up in the hype maybe a couple of years ago or something. I thought, okay, I'm, this time I'm going to really pay attention to these commercials. And I just remember thinking, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> this is not a waste of my time. I'm gonna I'm gonna use this time to go go back to the snack ball or where the hell it is that I'm gonna do or play around with my phone. I don't need to pay attention to this shit. I'll just wait till tomorrow and see what ones get shared the most on fucking social media and then I can pop in and just go, Yeah, I didn't miss much. What about this? What do you guys hate more? People who complain about the Super Bowl halftime show or people who make almost preemptively and yes, I'm talking about Sinzak. Complain about people who are going to complain about the Super Bowl halftime show. I think both are just fucking annoying as hell. And I'm a guy who's complained about his own uh, a handful of Super Bowl halftime shows. Tell me which which way you go. What's what's more annoying, complaining or complaining about the complainers? Uh complaining about the complainers. Okay. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. We get a we get a lot of. It's already bad enough that there's so much talk about the Super Bowl halftime show yeah. that people complaining about it is just more shit on the shit pile. Yeah. So if we can at least cut out half the pile, then it's just less shit. I think <laughs> Still I, shit. I stopped complaining when it was clear the NFL wasn't going to take my recommendation of just not doing it. <laughs> just start the game at like 2, 
get rid of the halftime show, just do highlights, your normal shit, or, you know what, uh, and then let the people there see that dog that you, you throw like nine Frisbees and he runs 100 yards and catches them all in his mouth. Um, I think that's better than, than what they typically do. But, yeah, it doesn't matter what they do. It's going to piss off me because it's all lip-synced. It's going to piss off people who like a different kind of music than what's being portrayed. It's going to piss off white people if the artist is black. It's just uh, – it's it, it is a no-win situation. I, I don't think I could put together a Super Bowl halftime show that would have any different results. So I, I don't, uh, I don't blame it. I just think it's a, I just don't care. How about you throw the uh, the Pro Bowl in for halftime? <laughs> hey, did anybody check out the Pro Bowl this year? I listened. Believe it or not, I listened to about twenty minutes on the radio. Wow, that's that's dedication there. I always enjoyed the Pro Bowl. I might be one of those weirdos, but I always enjoyed, like just because of like the mismatch of the players and things like that. And I mean, they the, the game did get watered down over the years and became le- much more like a flag football game. But I mean, I had I watched uh, the yeah, the Pro Bowl games. I, I had fun watching, and I always liked the those old classic, you know, where the where Dan Marino's throwing the ball with the chalk on it at the target, driving by on a golf cart. So they kind of they kind of took that and then took a flag football game and. And kind of threw it all together. I I had I had good time watching it. You know, I think there? it's an. I didn't watch much of it, but based on everything I heard, I think I wished I, if I would have had time, I probably I'll check it out next year. Uh, I just but it was weird that there's three games, but that's kind of cool. But they're all super short. Yeah. And then the skills competition. Yeah, it's almost like that Battle of the Network Stars from the '80s. Gene might remember that. You were probably a little too young. But yeah, you, 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 ABC, NBC, and CBS—they bring all their TV stars in and they just compete in random physical events. Now the NHL just had their the All Star game and they had that you know that dunk tank thing where you throw the ball, but they were doing it with like a puck shot, and I thought that was kind of neat. Overall, I like. You know what? I mean, this doesn't mean shit, and this is a lot more fun than what they were doing. So, Gene, what were, what did any takeaways on that? It's if it's on and I'm around a TV, I'll watch it. It's it's not must see TV for me. I you know, and it, it's it's cool you seeing the athletes all palling around and having fun, but it's kind of like the uh, it's the parade of losers. It's the guys who couldn't make the big game. Wow, <laughs> wow. that is. I'm sorry, but that's. <laughs> Harsh parade of losers. Damn. You know, I'll take some of those little losers on our team. It was nice to see Justin Jefferson in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. You're like uh, Ricky Bobby's dad. Second place is the first loser. (laughs) If you ain't first, you're last. That's right. Um. Now, the update on Aaron Rodgers, apparently he's going to go on something he's calling a darkness isolation retreat. I don't know. And he hopes to like basically live in darkness, complete darkness for four days, and it brings on hallucinations that are going to uh, give him clarity on, on what he needs to do next. Uh, I don't even know what, wow. I mean, apparently he had enough of the, whatever the, the, I can't remember the, I can't pronounce the name of that thing anyway, but you know, he basically went tri- ayahuasca. tripped ayahuasca. There we go. Gene. Nice. Tripped balls last, uh, last year around this time. So now he's going to try to, I don't know, induce it with darkness. Some almost like Chinese water torture. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's basically what I call like my Tuesday nights. So <laughs> darkness and seclusion. Wow. Well, you know, it's a the parade of losers here. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just gonna have this in his head all day. If it means anything, the the Cincinnati's 
Okay. <laughs> uh, Vegas has uh, the Raiders as the odds-on favorite to Landon Rogers. He th- he kind of spiced it up a little bit in some stupid golf tournament he was at, and he's like, everybody's saying Raiders, so I guess, you know, Devontae wants me there, blah, blah. And so, I don't know. Good for him. It, I wonder what, you know, because, uh, you know, uh, uh, Oakland or, or Las Vegas, sorry, gave up a ton of picks and stuff for Devontae Adams. So, I mean, if they go all in on Rodgers, I mean, do they even have picks left to trade for Rodgers? Like, yeah, it just doesn't make any no sense. No idea. And uh, Derek Carr is, <laughs> boy, he's playing hardball and good for him. You know what I mean? They, they, he was kind of treated like crap there at the end uh, by the new Josh McDaniels regime. And yeah, he's like, he's not budging at all. He's like, pay me or cut me. Fuck you. I'm not working out any trade. I'm not doing anything. It's just like, so. Well, I guess he got granted permission to go talk to the Saints. So, well, you know, if he waits another nine days, he can just go too. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the Raiders' own deal. That's the contract they signed him to. So, uh, and I did find it funny. Like, if he got hurt in the Pro Bowl, the Raiders would have been on the hook for the entire contract. So I was kind of rooting for Derek Carr to like pull a hammy or something. (laughs) <laughs> well, he did go out and he won like the uh, you know one of the contests out there, and he, he had a really nice um, you know statement afterwards where he's like, "Well, if I'd have been doing this this whole time in Vegas, I'd still be here." Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of self-deprecating, which is whatever. Uh, good, good for him. Yeah, you know what? The, the Saints would be a good spot for him. Uh, Gene, what you've been uh, uh, shaking the feathers in the NFL? Where is Derek Carr going to end up this year? Uh, does anybody really care? He's, he's, on the, he's at the back end of his career. He can go out, maybe groom some uh, some new mm, somebody that's new coming. Yeah, groom, get somebody ready, help him out. You know, answer those questions, show him where to park his car, all that kind of good stuff. <laughs> I hear Dave Ellison's his life coach. Oh, really? Okay, well there you go. Yeah. <laughs> It'll all work out in the end, is what you're saying. Something will get out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, now it's, it's been a couple of weeks, so hopefully, uh, everybody's memories is fresh. Well, I hope your guys' are, I, I can't, I know where mine's at, but, uh, the NFC and AFC championship games were, I don't know, pretty entertaining, but in very different ways. Uh, I, what, to tell me which game you want to get into first. Uh, we'll go into, into the, uh, the more boring one, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> with the Eagles. Uh, Eagles. The Eagles uh, just trounced old San Francisco with their third and fourth string quarterbacks both getting injured. And, and it was, it was, it, I thought it was going to be a fun game to watch, but man, it was, it was brutal just kind of trying to sit through that thing as, as time kept going. And, you know, nobody on the San Francisco could do anything. And the Eagles just trounced them. Gene. Yeah, it was a rather non-event, unfortunately. I was hoping for a good game. I, yeah, I was hoping that San Francisco would be able to do something, and then as soon as everything just started shaking down, it's like, yep, kind of what I figured, and that's why I picked the Eagles to beat them. It's, uh, yeah, it's very unfortunate because they had a they had a very good run going into that game and had a lot of momentum, and then just everything was going against them. A lot of bad luck, a lot of bad bounces, and, and it is and. It would have been at least exciting if they could have make it, made a game of it and made it interesting to watch. So it was more just a, almost a pity party 
<laughs> and at the, watching the damn game go, it's like, can, is there a mercy rule? What what can we do here yeah. to get this over with and just get on to the next game? Because this sucks. <laughs> well, they basically ended up with no quarterbacks. And yeah. uh, I'm surprised their defense wasn't able to keep it a little tighter because, frankly, Jalen Hurts did not look that great when it came to passing anyway. I think he's still kind of a little dinged up. So we'll see how that plays out in the Super Bowl with a couple of the extra week of – time off is is beneficial or not but it was interesting in that sense it's like first of all what josh johnson is that the guy (laughs) yeah okay i saw it after the game his resume he has basically in 10 years played on like 17 different teams multiple many of them more than once including the niners and then yeah you have brock purdy who can't throw the ball who has to come back into the game and it's either him or McCaffrey running the Wildcat. And so it was It was an, in the novelty sense, I thought it was kind of neat. But, yeah, it made for a really boring game. And, you know, a while back, the NFL, they, they used to have an emergency quarterback rule that basically you had a third guy that, you know, once you put him in, the other two couldn't play. So you had the two right. you go back and forth with. They got rid of that and just said, do whatever you want with that roster spot. That You know, it was basically it was a 46th player. And now they just said, we're just going to expand the roster to 46, dress 2, dress 3, dress 10. We don't care how many quarterbacks you have. You can you can rotate them all you want. But I think I, – I saw a pre- in the press conference uh, the Niners coach uh, Shanahan was asked about it, and he's like, yeah, I'd, I'd be in all favor of bringing that back. I'm like, I bet you would, man. <laughs> um, but even then, uh, what, what you, you're at your four-string quarterback, so I don't know. Uh, quick rundown of Josh Johnson's uh, career. Nice. Here we go. Started out Tampa Bay, San Francisco, the Sacramento Mountain Lions, mm. Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals, back to the 49ers, back to the Bengals, New York Jets, Indianapolis Colts, <laughs> Buffalo Bills, Baltimore Ravens, New York Giants, Houston Texans, Oakland Raiders, Washington Redskins, the San Diego Fleet, Detroit Lions, the Los Angeles Wildcats, San Francisco 49ers, New York Jets, Baltimore Ravens, Denver Broncos, and last but not least, back to the San Francisco 49ers. That's impressive. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> He's been in the league since 2008. 14 man. years. So well, good for him. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. Uh, hopefully he gets a... Uh- it's a little bit of a stipend for that that, that effort, but and then uh, in the uh, so the Eagles advance obviously to the Super Bowl, and then we have the Chiefs and the Bengals. The this game was uh, I I thought it ended up being kind of a dud. It, it was nice that it was close at least, yeah. but but uh, what's his name Burrow and, 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 and Mahomes does what he does even when he has a bad game. He just comes through at key moments late, and they 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 tend to pull some things out. But I remember I thought the, the the Bengals were toast, and then Burrow kind of actually dug deep and hit a couple deep passes and, and and pulled them back into this thing. I would like to talk about the officiating, and then I'll turn it over to you guys. I am just fucking tired. First of all, complaining about the officiating all you want, and it wasn't great in that game. But fuck off with this. Was that a late hit? Was it or not? I mean, that guy was like, I don't like the rule. I don't think it was malicious, but it's just that that was. It sucks. You know, and if they didn't call it, the other side would be making the, the same complaint. All I'm getting at is that, like, as a fan, that's our job. We get up, yell at the TV, say, that's fucking bullshit anytime it affects our team, and then, like, good call when it benefits us. Or, well, who cares if that was a shit call? We got the good end of it. You know what I mean? But if you're still talking about a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, just let it. Um, I can't believe I'm saying it. Let it go, man. 
Let it go. <laughs> Don't fucking shush me at a Super Bowl party, but let it go. Uh, I mean, Gene knows my my t- stance on it. I mean, that was that was as blatant as a call ever to be made. I mean, it was just like as soon as it happened, I was like, "What? Why are you rolling your eyes?" Like if you, he I had seen, I've seen, I've seen. Are you talking to me or him? You. Oh yeah. Okay. Just making <laughs> just making sure. Uh, I, I, it it was an obvious call. I've seen. I mean, it was, I've it seen was more it was, egregious. Is all I'm getting at. I've seen I've seen worse not get called. So that that exactly. that was the only reason I, I I rolled my eyes. I have no problem with the call. I'm on the side that that like yeah, that's the rule, and that gonna fucking call it. And it it's almost that basketball thing too. It's like especially when you're a fucking rookie and it's fucking Pat Mahomes. Because right. there's a good chance that's Kirk Cousins. I go, he'll shake it off. Well, he had two feet <laughs> out of bounds and then yeah. two hands shoved in the back. I mean, I've seen it where it's like still on the on the uh, the field of play and he's pushed out and they've called that and that's where yeah. I, I don't I don't I you know you can't stand it. But I mean, he basically made contact with him out of, out of bounds. I mean, he wasn't playing through the play. The play was over as soon as Patrick Mahomes stepped out of bounds. I get they want to protect quarterbacks because that's everything's so tied to that but as someone who's had to live through Favre and Rodgers I'd be okay with a, a few more dirty hits allowed here and there so <laughs> well that's the thing is I don't think it was a dirty hit I, no it was he, not it, it was it seemed like he was just finishing the play he just wasn't aware of where things were on the field if he was paying closer attention if he was more mindful of it he would have saved us from the penalty if he was looking down at his feet but he was he, he was so fixated on on making contact and making sure that Mahomes went out of bounds instead of trying to sneak in a few more yards down but in the end he ended up giving him 15 as a result yeah which you know the dude was bummed you know he he was hit, hurting pretty good after that but even the coach said after the, the game he's like that that one thing did not cost us a game Lots oh yeah, of stuff yes it did 100 percent did <laughs> well you know well, I mean, who's that, that other opportunities were blown so that put him in that position i think is the point there there's exactly. there, there are plays where you know you can't you can't put it all on one plate but that play <laughs> lost them the game. Like yeah. that, you sound like his asshole teammate who fucking tore into him in the. Yeah, the I mean that's like, that's, God, that's just, how that's how you know it wasn't a bad call because the guy wasn't yelling about the officials; he was yelling about his teammate. There you go. I <laughs> I, I think that's a great point. Although I haven't heard I, Gene and like a couple people on Twitter, like Ben Lieber, were kind of defending the player, saying that was a a bad call. For the most part, it seems like the consensus is. Well, yeah, they're gonna make that call, you know, and, and so uh, at least we have that. But yeah, it, it just seems like this year officiating is just—I don't know. I don't know. In a different sport, they they call basketball. I think on 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 Sunday, LeBron James uh, went for a layup, got fouled. It didn't get <laughs> called, and the game stayed tied. Five days later, it was still a talking point on the national media, and I'm like, what the? Fu-? It was first of all, the game was tied. That's it. You didn't lose because of it. And then it's just like, why are we just move on, man? It's one of eighty-two games. Play the next one. God, shit, especially in basketball. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. The stars get the calls. Anyway, this is not a basketball program, gentlemen. I'm sorry. I, I, I start next week. What? Yeah, <laughs> just in time. Yeah, run down into the playoffs, baby. This is actually a preview of our new basketball show. Who is uh, who is the uh, the uh, pro team that you would follow? Then to me, we got the Wolves here. You just, um, you just front run. 
<laughs> I, I've I've vaguely paid attention to the Memphis Grizzlies over the years, but that's oh, I keep forgetting there is that Tennessee team. Hey, they're pretty good this year. Yeah, John. John, not too bad. Now he's a good player. Um, his dad's a complete jackass. I think he hangs out with Mahomes' wife, <laughs> <laughs> screaming into the camera. Ah! Oh god. All right. Well, how about we get into our Super Bowl talk here, man? Um, I sent you guys a thing that talked about uh, a graphic of basically how these teams were built. And I thought it was interesting because it does show you there are kind of a couple different methods to, to doing this. But of the offensive starters, the uh, the uh, Eagles drafted everybody but your boy, A.J. or what's his name? Yeah, A.J. Brown. Yeah, thanks for rubbing that in. Appreciate yeah. that. Um, thanks for sending me that. But no, they have a rookie quarterback who isn't really, even though he had a great year, uh, he's just not at that, like, you know, top five. second st- year. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, second year. No, no, actually, it's his third, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I know he's not a rookie. Yeah, I misspoke. Uh, I, I I vogled that up. Um, <laughs> I got a cheap shot coming from Gene now. Um, but the where, where the, the the Chiefs, I think this would look different maybe three, four years ago, but they have not. They've drafted five of their offensive starters: Mahomes, Pacheco, Kelsey, uh, Humphrey, and Juju. No, no. The right guard Smith. It just gives me last names. I don't know these guys that well, but it's kind of neat. Like, uh, or in the sense of like, well, if you get that Mahomes kind of guy, then you just gotta you gotta go out and find guys. And you gotta be good at it. But uh, the Eagles have drafted well. If you have eleven or ten of eleven starters on offense from the draft, how good yeah. do you think that Wiley guy is feeling after getting off the Colts to be part of this team? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> uh, must be nice. He's already won the lottery. Yeah. Yeah, the Eagles have two of our guys. They have our punter and our uh, wide receiver one, so good for them. Good for them. Uh, All right. (laughs) The other thing is that I thought was, uh, you guys have probably seen this floating around a little bit, but uh, the uh, win-loss record and the total points scored by both of these teams are identical. And they're both the number one seed. So 16 and three for both teams, and they both scored 546 uh, points. That does include playoff performances. Yeah, I did see that. That's pretty crazy. Uh, good for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and the Eagles uh, beat the uh, Niners with the exact same score they did the Vikings five years ago. Boom. Or no, not the, the Giants. Sorry. I got that. Whatever. Who cares? I'm still pissed about it. <laughs> but we can make more memes about it, man. Yeah, memes, baby. Memes. Memes. All right, well, if you guys don't have anything else, I'm ready to – I didn't really catch any, like, big talking points leading up to this, any news or breaking stuff. Uh, nobody got arrested with a hooker. Uh, it is early, though. <laughs> I mean, there's still a few days before the Super Bowl. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about? Should we uh, – who's going to join Rihanna at halftime? Uh, Dear God. <laughs> um i mean you know a couple of uh brothers playing in the game the kelsey brothers Ooh, yeah and they want mom to flip the coin fuck that <laughs> fuck you Why guys eh, fuck them you know what i mean yeah she's fucking stay-at-home mom raising two pro football players yeah <laughs> oh god <laughs> Oh, good I times. can't believe he married her. 
Have you, have you ever? <laughs> He's pussy whip. She's just, yeah, you think you can get away from that? <laughs> oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah. good point. You know, can run, but you can't hide. He's pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, he is, I mean, he is he is elusive. Maybe you know. So. Uh, if you want to go really dark, you can just have Andy Reid take his son take a certain path on the way home one night. Oh wow, that is pretty dark. I, it's dark, man. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, fuck it. It sounds like it's time to get into the picks. Gene, you are the grand champion of the picks this year amongst the three of us. You get the honors. Who are you got winning the Super Bowl this year? Oh man, I am going with. I don't know if it's my gut or if it's uh, my desire to see the Eagles lose, but I'm going to go with the Chiefs to win. And I'm hoping it's that I that it's that my that my gut is telling me. They are the team that is going to, they're superior, they're going to pull it off, and not my heart telling me that the Eagles suck and I want to see them and their fans wallow in misery and they can join the loser parade. <laughs> nice. Do Um, I mean, I, I've been picking it, I guess, the whole time, so I guess I have to go with the Eagles to win this one, so... I will, uh, I will pick the Eagles. I think they've got a they, strong defense, strong offense, and um, you know we'll see how Mahomes' ankle holds up. But uh, I, I heard a nice breakdown of all the different positions the other day. It seems like, aside from like maybe tight end, I think I think tight end and quarterback. I think uh, uh, Philly has you know the, the better team, and then I don't know how hobbled uh, Mahomes is going to be. So we will see. Both quarterbacks could be hobbled as much as we know. Now it seems like it might affect Mahomes more because, honestly, you you I think Hurts his his passing is helpful when it's good, but it's really more about what he can do with his legs as far as keeping that offense moving. The defense, hands down, is is Eagles. But man, I don't know. So you think they're going to be greasing poles in Glendale uh, to make sure the Eagles fans don't climb? You know, I got a, I got a feeling that the pole climbers probably can't afford Super Bowl tickets or the transportation down to Arizona, so they're probably okay. I'm sure you loved the uh, the scene of the the Eagles fans on top of the bus stop that like it collapsed <laughs> on them, and you're like, oh, shards of glass go rip through their veins. Now I'm gonna have to go look that up. I missed that. Uh, <laughs> you know, I like I, that for lyrics for a song there. I know. I like, yeah, write, write that, that down. down. Write that down. Write that down. I don't know who to pick, man. Honestly, this is good. I really, I'm, I'm sort of rooting for a blowout just because uh, I I just don't think the the world deserves a good game right now. Um, <laughs> God, I keep going back and forth. I got to make a commitment. I'm going to go Eagles. Uh, I just think their defense is going to do enough. I mean, like I said, Jalen Hurts didn't look that good, and they still put up like 30 or something on the, on the Niners. So I gotta believe they can do it to the, the the Chiefs, you know. And then the, yeah, their defense, you know. I don't know who knows. Maybe Mahomes has some magic. But there you go. Hey, my boy. <laughs> that was worth it. <laughs> I thought the internet froze up or something. Oh, that is amazing. <laughs> so they, there's your Eagles fans. Get what you get. Me. Yeah, the worst. By the way, once again, the worst fans in pro sports. The Eagles fans. I can't believe I'm saying that. Less deserving than Packer fans. Wow. That's how bad the Eagles fans are. It's, <laughs> they've earned it, man. <laughs> That's saying something. All right, gentlemen. Well, this has been fun uh, doing this all year. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll figure out what we're going to do going forward. But 
for now, um, I don't know what, what the fuck. Skull, motherfuckers. <laughs> I know. Oh. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.